Hi listeners, welcome to Dear Teacher. Confession time. I was all set to prepare an interview for you that I recorded this summer and I ran out of time to do the editing this week. Um, I'm barely treading water here. (laughs) High school teacher confession. Uh, But anyway, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring you another mini episode this week, and then I'll bring back a full-length interview two weeks from now, and then keep alternating. So today, you get to listen to a few stories from yours truly, from teaching high school during the pandemic this week, and oh my goodness, I sound so tired at moments during this recording. I'm so sorry, but... Yeah, I recorded this within an hour of getting home from school today, and you can just hear the sleepy teacher voice. So I uh, appreciate all of you listeners, and I appreciate all that you do to support teachers in your communities, and enjoy listening. Wait a second. I almost forgot something essential. Huge shout out and thank you to my husband, who edited this episode for me, and has agreed to take on some editing duties in the future so that I can get these episodes of Dear Teacher out even on the weeks when I'm grading every evening. (laughs) So yay, husband, good job. Okay, here comes your episode. This week, a wise fellow teacher reminded me that we're not just here as high school teachers to give our kids the content they need or the skills they need, but we're also teaching them just how to be human to each other and how to navigate life and how to be kind and ask for help. I needed to have that reminder because I think I lost sight of that in the midst of all of the busyness of teaching during the pandemic. For those of you who don't know or maybe are listening for the first time, I'm a high school English teacher and my school has chosen to reopen face-to-face with roughly 30% of our population starting off as virtual, and I think we're probably up closer to 50% virtual right now since we've had some quarantining, um, and there are some kids who've uh, opted to go virtual just to make sure their athletic teams don't have to quarantine. Uh, So yeah, it's, it's it's been an interesting year so far, teaching both face-to-face and virtual students at the very same time in the very same classroom. And I feel like maybe I've lost some weight running back and forth between the front of the room where the camera faces and the back of the room where the Zoom controls are. (laughs) But I've learned a lot too. I've learned how to problem solve quickly. I've learned how to be a Zoom master. Um, And this week, most importantly, I learned how to remember that these kids can be fun They can be lovable, and even if they're being frustrating, they need somebody to just be positive, love them, and brighten their day. So here are a couple short little stories from my week of teaching high school. I discovered the other day that I had a pretty short fuse. It came on the heels of several days in a row of technology not working out quite right, or maybe the bell schedule at school being messed up, and maybe me forgetting to have the students sanitize their desks at the end of class so that the next kids could have a clean place to sit. Or maybe my mask was on too tight and it was hurting my ears and rubbing the skin on my nose. Whatever was doing it, I had a pretty short fuse. 
And I found myself doing something really unusual for me. I teach at a private school where they've got pretty strict uniform codes. And I'll admit that last year I didn't make a single comment to a student about their uniform. I was a new teacher at the school and I was like, I have enough to to handle. I'm not going to worry about the kids' uniforms. I'll let other teachers think about that. And I liked that philosophy. I was like, they don't need yet another person telling them their skirt's too short or their shirt needs to be tucked in. Man, I hope my deans aren't listening to this, by the way. <laughs> but the other day in the hallway, uh, we have to monitor the halls between classes to make sure the kids are social distancing. I suddenly realized that I was getting on the case of every kid who walked past who had their earbuds in or was looking at their phone or didn't have their lanyard on outside of their sweatshirt. And man, I was grumpy. And some of the kids were giving me a bit of attitude too. And I realized this isn't who I am. I'm being a grumpy person. I'm yelling at these kids and all they're doing is walking down the hallway and maybe not following the rules to the letter of the law. But pandemic school is hard. It's hard to be in a mask all day. It's hard to adjust to distancing from friends. It's hard to adjust to the new workload. And for teachers, it's hard to adapt to all the craziness. And man, I really took it out on a couple kids in my study hall class that I monitor. And I sent them to Dean for not wearing their lanyards and they got into a bit of trouble. And, you know, I could have just said, all right, you forgot them today. Please remember them tomorrow. But I didn't. And so the next day I found myself saying, hey guys, I was pretty rough on you yesterday. I had a bad day and you know what? We're going to start with a clean slate today. And I found that every day I kind of need to go into work and remember these are kids. They need some love. They need some forgiveness. And yes, I want them to follow the rules. But if I'm grumpy and if I'm having a hard day with the tech, maybe I can take it out on something else. I don't know go outside to eat lunch and yell into the trees or something. (laughs) But I've started to have my eyes opened to kind of the more precious moments with the students where you see them either learn something intangible or just see the human softness of them. So I want to share just a couple of those. I'm thinking in particular of a group of students that I had the opportunity to just kind of talk with about grief the other day. They are on a sports team with a student who was in a pretty serious car accident early in the summer, and that student is now still in a rehabilitation center and has had her entire life altered by nearly life-ending injuries. And these students I was talking to were devastated and kind of woke them up to their own mortality. And in the midst of a crazy day of Zoom crashing and a kid's water bottle splitting open and us trying to put it back together with scotch tape and someone else being worried about handing an assignment in late, I found myself having a real heart-to-heart with a room full of 17 and 18-year-olds talking about life and death and what it means when a peer nearly passes and how life can change in an instant. This week, actually just today, I walked into one of my last classes of the day, and let me tell you, we're all weary by the end of the day. One of my kids says to me, hey, Dr. L, can you can you tell us a story? Because, man, I'm having a rough day. I'm feeling pretty down, and I just need someone to tell me a story to make me feel better. 
And I thought, well, I like telling stories. And by the end of the day, I go off on tangents anyway. So I said, okay, we'll do a story. So I asked the class, would you rather hear a story of a kind romantic gesture or would you rather hear one of my most embarrassing moments from college? And of course, they all picked the embarrassing moment. So they got a good laugh um, at my expense. But they cheered up after that. And I was like, you know, if I had started this period grumpy about the fact that a couple students walked in late or the kids on Zoom, I can tell they're talking to a friend and not looking at the camera constantly, would have missed a chance to share a laugh with a room full of teenagers. Had another one this today as well. Um, I guess it started yesterday. The student got pretty mad because there was a homework assignment due on Monday. And they didn't think it was right for a teacher to ask them to do homework over a weekend. Now, granted, I actually gave them the entire period today to do the work so they wouldn't have to do it on the weekend. But she was pretty ticked off using words like absurd and inappropriate and demanding that I change my due date. Um, I wrote to a colleague and I said, here's what I'd like to say. And I shared those words. And then I said, what do you think I should say? And that colleague, who's incredibly gracious, the same one who said, remember, we're not just teaching them content, we're teaching them how to live well and how to treat each other. She said, just say, hey, you know what? You've got time in class today. Uh, You can always make sure you work ahead in the future to avoid having to do the work on the weekends. And, you know, I encourage you to just use time management well. Meanwhile, I had wanted to correct her for her tone and the insolence and the pretentiousness of the message, but I took my colleague's advice. Would you believe it? That student shows up, side, uh, shows up outside my door today at one of my least favorite moments of the day because I hate being in the hall in between classes. I'm high risk, and so my doctor told me that if I'm out in the hallway with lots of people walking past, I have to wear a face shield and a mask. And I'm just telling you, it fogs up real bad. I keep accidentally hitting the face shield with my hands. It falls off my head. It pulls on my hair. Um, Everyone comments about it because I look like an alien. It's just not my favorite moment. But this student comes up to me, looks at me and says, I really want to apologize. I'm sorry for the tone of that message I sent you. I I was upset because I just really want to spend some time with my relatives who are in town. And could you please forgive me? for being that disrespectful. I was floored. So a teenage kid coming up to me, unasked, never corrected her tone. She says, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have spoken to you that way. Would you forgive me? Well, of course I forgive you. Goodness, what a beautiful interaction. I was like, I'm learning so much from these kids. These kids are, yeah, really frustrating sometimes. <laughs> they complain a lot about their grades and about wearing the masks. But even with the high risk that I'm at with COVID, with some health conditions I have, I got to tell you, I'm loving being in the classroom with them. And I, I love interacting with the kids over Zoom too, but there's just something special about sharing space with young human beings and watching them get to learn life lessons and have human moments and feel and show their true selves. So anyway, sorry, that was a lot of rambling. So from this tired teacher, I promise you a full episode next time, but there's a little bit of a look inside my current pandemic classroom. Tell your dear teachers you love them and appreciate what they do. I'll see you next time.